up, everybody? Welcome back to Cover 3. DJ, let me know what we got going on today. All right, all right. Welcome, like uh, my co-host Steven said, welcome to Cover 3. Uh, I'm glad to have everybody back and listening in on this tonight. Uh, this one's going to really primarily be focused towards uh, the Natty Championship that just took place between Miami and LSU. And then we're going to be covering a lot more uh, in-depth, more about the recruiting period uh, and some of the things that you can sort of expect in the, the coaching portal, transfer portal, things of that nature. But before we get to any of that, I want to go ahead and give a shout-out. You know, I had a, a part, the pleasure, pleasure of listening to Fourth and Inches. Uh, should be Fourth and Hours at this point. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, Eric Mears was really trying to give us a shout-out. And, you know, Wookie's like trying to shut it down. So, you know, afterwards, me and Wookie had a conversation. And I was like, you know what, brother? I'm going to give you a shout-out. So, hey, Wookie, this one's for you. Fourth and Inches, love what you guys do there. Um Always listening to what you guys put out because it's great content. And to the rest of the podcasts, uh, Inside Blitz, Players Corner, the new one that's come out uh, with Triggered, and then we've got Southern Fried with with David and Pat. Uh, absolutely love what you guys do and the content that y'all put out. So I appreciate you keep putting it out there. Um, so, you know, what we're going to do, we do have a guest tonight. Um, it's the head coach of Ball State. And plus, wide receiver, probably one of the best wide receivers in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Levi, how you doing tonight, brother? Come on now, you got to throw it in there. I was a league leading. <laughs> <laughs> but what's up, what's up? How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> doing great, brother, doing great. Good deal. So, um, you know, we're honored to have you on here and being a guest and you taking time out of your schedule to, to you know, help put some input and some feedback to the to these this next generation, this next set of uh, recruits that are coming in. Um, and like I said, the first thing we want to cover is go ahead and cover the natty that just took place. And, man, what a game that was. And, uh, you know, I called it early. Um, I said it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be the way it went or LSU is going to do the little rope and dope, the uh, Muhammad Ali style, and keep themselves in the in this fight and just let Miami sort of wear themselves out. But man, Miami just they didn't they didn't slow down. They didn't look like they were tired. They didn't wear themselves out. And you know, offensively they looked really sharp. Defensively, they played lights out against a really good LSU team. And um, you know, hey, Kai, tell me your thoughts. I mean, you watched the game. You got to see how it went. What stood out to you the most about that game? Uh, man, it was – Miami's defense probably stand out, stood out the most to me. Um, they, were, they were definitely the standout of the game. I mean, if going into it, it was really more of a question of Miami's offense versus LSU's defense. But then as the game started going on and we got into like the third and fourth drive and LSU's just not moving the ball at all. I was thoroughly surprised. I mean, I knew going in that Miami had a great defense that wasn't, you know, I wasn't lacking on them at all. I picked, you know, Miami to, uh, to win before when we talked about it last, except I didn't predict such a high scoring game. I didn't think either offense would really be producing at the rate they usually do, but it, it was it was astonishing to watch that defense. I mean, absolutely, just sort of 
destroy LSU's offense, for lack of a better term. I mean, they just sort of – they almost pulled LSU, like what LSU's been doing to a lot of other teams. It looked a lot like that when Miami was just suffocating them through the entire game. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, I mean, uh, I mean, I give credit to Miami's offense all season long. They've been just phenomenal at oh, yeah. what they do. Um, their defense has been sort of hit or miss at times throughout the season. And, man, they showed up this game. I mean, you know, from a defensive point of view, Steven, you're, you're a defensive coordinator. What did you see in that game? Man, they, uh, they came to play. Um, they held LSU to, what, 260-some yards of total offense for the whole game. Yeah. You know, um, 266. 266, yeah, and they, they <laughs> gave up two field goals. That's crazy. Yeah, 266 in the championship game, you know, against the next best team, basically, we can say. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, shut them down. Uh, I mean, they just – they dominated pretty much the whole game. It could have been a lot worse, really. Um and, you know, the first half, it the score could have been a lot different in the first quarter even. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm glad that it was only, what, 47 to 6, the final. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. Because it, it probably yeah, the Lord. Yeah, it could have been more like 75 to yeah. nothing. I bet the under. Yeah. Like, it, it just <laughs> – I don't know. I, I really thought it would be, you know, a pretty close game. I figured it would be a defensive game. Um, you know, like 32-28 to 28 or, you know, something something silly like that. Um, but, no, uh, you got you to gotta take your hats off to Miami. They came out to play defensively in the offense and didn't mess up. I mean – you know, 385 yards passing, three touchdowns. Uh, they were only sacked one time. You know, they can't be mad about that. It was a great game plan, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Doma, you know, Doma's a great game planner, and he's got some really ta- um, really talented, talented coaches around him to, to help with those game plans. Um, and, you know, talking about game plans and how you prepare for a game like that, you know, it's just uh, so much time, so much effort put into it. And, and, you know, fortunately we, we've got a, you know, we've got somebody here with us tonight who's done enough game planning to understand what it takes, uh, to go out there and, and put, put a performance like that up. Um, so, you know, Levi, tell me what'd you see in that game? And really what I want to know from you is how much effort does an AD or a coach have to put into a game plan to, to really make it go the way it went for Miami? So last season was my very first season coaching. Um, and the season prior was my first season with the league. And it looks so much easier from a player's perspective. Um so when I got on with Ball State, I'm like, yeah, like I've played football, you know, in high school. Uh, I was looked at and viewed by six schools. I went and visited Liberty University, taught the UF. You know, I done did all, did all that I could, right? 
Well, it's a whole lot different, though. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for what I actually got into. Um, the amount of time that actually goes into game planning is ridiculous. Even, I mean, just doing your homework takes a lot of time. Like, when I get on here and I crunch these numbers for whatever team I'm playing, like, it takes a lot of time. And then you got to run the Sims and run what you think they're running. And it just takes a lot of time a lot of effort, and I think it goes unnoticed by the players just because we don't talk about it that much. Yeah. But hats off to Miami, though. They had LSU figured out. Um, they, they completely shut down LSU. 236 pass yards, 33-0 rushing. They shut down Colt Youngblood. To oh, yeah. 33 yards he actually had. Yeah, Gage on Blood yeah. had like a negative six. So, right. And that's hard because both of them, they're big bodies. They love to get physical. And Colt, man, he's just, he's one of those running backs. When he gets going, it's hard to stop him. Um, so, absolutely. I think LSU, uh, Miami did a great job coming in with that game plan. Um, and I, I, Fortunately, I had the privilege of uh, coming up with the defensive as the defensive coordinator for, for TAMU when we first played LSU week one. Um, you know, Eric was like, hey, man, show me what you got, brother. And I was like, cool, let's run with this. And, you know, my mindset coming into that game was we've got to shut Colt down. You've got to chop one of the two heads off of this two-headed monster. And – uh, you know, Tammy did a great job defensively in that game. The first half Who had, I think, 30, 40 yards rushing in the first half. And then, uh, you know, we just got exhausted and tired. And, and you know, then Colt started getting hot. So, no, Miami did a phenomenal job uh, of containing the run game and making Gage and LSU have to beat them through the air. And that's not a bad thing. That's nothing against LSU. They've got phenomenal receivers. They've got a phenomenal quarterback um, that can beat you through the air. But if I'm going to have to pick my poison, I want you to beat me through the air. Oh, absolutely. I mean, going into the season, um, myself, Wookie, Lee J, and I think K-Town did a podcast, and we picked a couple predictions. And I actually had Gage Youngblood winning the Offensive Player of the Year and making the playoffs. And to see that they made it this far, you know, and they totally shut down Gage Youngblood like they did, I mean, there's nothing more, there's nothing more that needs to be said. You know, they, they went in, they did what they had to do, and they got the championship. Oh, yeah. Very true. No, and I didn't, give, I didn't give Miami nearly enough credit that they deserved this season. After the yeah. season they done had, I'm sorry, I, I – didn't think y'all were going to do nothing. <laughs> I apologize. I was wrong. But impressive win, impressive victory, impressive season, and congratulations on your championship. No, I absolutely completely agree with you on there. I, I think that's probably across the board as a lot of people didn't give a whole lot of credit to Miami and thinking that they were going to accomplish many of the feats that they did. Um, but they did, you know, and kudos to, to Doma and kudos to, to the Miami team. Um, phenomenal season and really phenomenal seasons, both teams. LSU, uh, great job in recruiting. 
picked up some key pieces that they needed, and you know they made a good run. Just uh, you know, it, it comes down to game planning and trying to figure out how you're going to utilize your people. And uh, you know, Miami just came up with a with a better game plan. Oh, absolutely! LSU had an impressive recruiting class. That's why I was so high on them going into the season, even though I knew we were going to have to play them. I was so high on them in the season just based off their recruiting class. I mean, you had Gage Youngblood gaining all these weapons on the wideouts and Colts still in the backfield. And then you go on the other side of the ball and they got this impressive secondary. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was hard It was hard to pick against them. It was hard to not be impressed by them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And then you got you got people like Dylan LeBlanc on the, on the defensive line who's just in the trenches – the sort of unsung heroes and uh dude i mean just all around they have a phenomenal defense if you look at the numbers as well i got the numbers pulled up right now um their offense had pretty much like i don't know i don't want to call it basic but <laughs> they had like regular numbers like their past numbers was 385 the rushing numbers was 126. Like the offense wasn't like posting 500 passing yards or five passing touchdowns or nothing like that. Their defense really stepped up and they really came to play and they really showed out. And I came away yeah. impressed. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So that's, you know, I, I think we've, we've sort of beat that dead horse uh, with uh, the Miami LSU game. Um, again, from, from all of us here uh, tonight uh, in cover three, a congratulations. Not only were, did, did you make it to become the SEC champs, but you went on to be the national champs. And, you know, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, that's just an impressive feat to, to win both um, in this league. And uh, Absolutely. kudos to y'all. And again, kudos to LSU. You had a wonderful season. But now I'm going to go in, and we're, we're going to go into uh, depth on, on the recruiting a little bit um, for these for these younger guys coming in, and they can they can get a, a feel from maybe some of the more experienced people and people in different positions. For the new recruits? Um, yeah, for the new okay. ones, for these young guys coming in this year. So, you know, the upcoming recruiting – season is literally I mean we got the transfer portal the coaches portal open up tomorrow <clears throat> they're gonna start making their commitments Monday then you got the QBs or the five stars the QBs halfbacks their starts opening up on Monday then Tuesday you've got uh, the newcomers game Wednesday's the early signing day and then Wednesday's when you know the three stars and four stars get to start getting recruited so but I want to touch on the coaching portal and the transfer portal real quick. Um, so for the, for the new guys, you know, uh, the coaching portal is that place where anybody that wants to become a coach, anybody that wants to sit there and say, hey, you know, I want to – maybe I'm not ready to be an AD or a head coach at one of these MAC programs, but I want to get my feet wet and I want to start testing out and doing game plans. This is, this is your opportunity to drop your name in the hat and say – Hey, let me let me go somewhere. Let me get some mentorship and, and do, hone my skills and develop a little bit, right? Um, I mean, have any of y'all thought about maybe the coaching portal um, and, and sort of testing that out? Steven, 
Kyler? Um, <laughs> I, I considered it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going into the regular transfer portal. I don't know that I'm necessarily ready Uh-oh. as of right now to uh, assume the responsibility of being a coach. But um, I just figured, you know, um, with clutch leaving and, you know, uh, now it's okay to say because everyone's pretty much outed by their tags. Uh, all the, the people that uh, Clemson is losing, uh, there's some massive pieces going there. So, um, you know, I, and as much love as I have for the dudes who are still there, this is not a knock against them. I, I, I love some of the dudes who are still there. Um, and I think Lee J is going to do a great job. But uh, for me personally, it just it just wouldn't really feel the same. So uh-huh. uh, I, I figured, at least for me, um, you know, transferring was the right the right move, but uh, I did consider the coaching portal last season, and um, I didn't think I was in a position for it yet. Um, granted that I, you know, I have the uh, an Xbox 360, I have a copy of the game. I could be a coach and run Sims, but um, it's it's not really just something I want to do right now. Okay, Stephen, what about you, brother? Uh, I was actually in the coaches portal last season. Um, <laughs> when I first came in, you were, it, huh? <laughs> I mean, I was, and uh, you know, it's I wound up getting out of the courses, uh, portal, um, and then I still wound up uh, being the defensive coordinator at Florida. Uh, it was, I mean, I think if you're gonna, if you want to coach. Um, definitely try out the coaches, the coaches portal. Um, it's, it's like recruiting, but obviously for a coaching position, which in the, is different, but it's another aspect to what we do that makes this exciting. Um, same thing with being a recruit, you know, um, I think if you don't do the coaches portal and you become a coach, sometimes it kind of, you know you kind of miss out on that the little bit of excitement you get from joining the coaches portal. Uh, yeah. Do you and, feel you missed out, Stephen? I don't feel I missed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I I got to test the waters. Um, and then yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> uh, I got to try the coaches portal, transfer portal, all at once, <laughs> and then wound up being recruited. Uh, so I've I've actually tried everything uh, except for being an AD. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and and I, I I would imagine that's coming soon enough, isn't it? Uh. I, did, I, I haven't put in for it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to sit back and watch maybe for a little bit. But it, I, I can see it happening, possibly. As soon as I see that Stephen Fellows is joining the Mac, I'm putting in or I'm entering the portal. It's done. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It's like, I'm not going to. Well, I'm not game planning against that guy. Last year was hell enough. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so. So the transfer portal is obviously different, right? I mean, because you know, obviously the coaches portal for those that want to want to go game plan and and help help their team in a different way. Um, the transfer portal, on the other hand, is for those that I'm not saying they're not happy with where they're at, 
you know, because I mean, man, this transfer portal is going to be crazy. This transfer portal is going to be crazy. Uh, it was nuts last year just, or last season. There's just <laughs> there it was, and then man, it's just like you've got the entire MAC that a lot of these guys went to the MAC. They showcased their talents. And they did what they had to do to let the other power conference teams know, hey, look, I'm I'm good enough to come play for you. Right? So they entered the transfer portal. And you know, how is that, you know, Levi, how is that gonna translate into how how is it gonna affect recruiting? I mean, because I, I think we're gonna have a big transfer portal this season, um, when it opens tomorrow. And with just the sheer amount of transfers coming out of the MAC from other programs, um, how is that going to affect the new guys that are sitting there on the sidelines saying, hey, when's my shot? Well, here's the thing about the portal. All right. All the guys that are in the portal, I mean, aside from the freshmen that are coached, the new guys coming in this year or this season, I have a real bad habit of that. Um, They're coming in this (laughs) season. As coaches, nobody knows what these players can do. Yeah. So, like, say if I was to enter it, they would know Tim's is fast. He don't drop many passes. You know, they know this and they know that, and they can go back and look at stuff. But I'm looking at some of these coaches' portal, and we don't know nothing about them except for their user. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of these other guys, like in the actual portal, the players' portal, I'm looking through. I see like Gabe Dowden. He was in the portal last year. I remember because I recruited him like really hard. Uh, Daryl Potis, <laughs> he's he's coming out of NIU. He was in the portal as well. Um, looking down, but pretty much like all these guys that stepped down to the MAC, you know they. Anybody that's looking into this portal, they can go back and they can look and see what they did and go back on yep. the website and, and look at their stats. You know, they can actually do their homework on these guys before they actually recruit. Oh, yeah. Whereas you go into the regular recruiting and you don't know these guys. They're brand new. No. Unless, unless they're like, you know, on their second player. Most of them aren't. Um, they're brand new. I mean, you pretty much got to kiss yeah. butt the entire week that recruiting is open. So <laughs> that is pretty oh, yeah. much the difference in the portal and the regular recruiting is that everybody knows these guys that are already coming out, like Malik Harris. He's my better half of Florida. Everybody knows he's a big, buff Bobby Lashley-looking dude at Florida that catches passes and runs. He, he's a yak monster. <laughs> Everybody knows that. You know, no? you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And, I mean, you've got – like you said, there's there's game tape, you know. I mean, Kyler Smith's in the, the portal. TJ Smith's in the portal. You know, these, these are guys that um, did very well on their teams. Um, and, you know, as an AD, you're looking at them and you're like, man, do I really want that guy? Right. Right. Let me go see. Let me see what he's about, and then you, like you said, you you've got the stats, you've got the game tapes. You can see, you can see how they how they perform throughout the season. Whereas, you know, you got the the these these soon to be freshmen coming in, and uh, 
you know, all we got is their bio. And that, that's what we got to go off of. And here's another huge part that I didn't mention that I wasn't even thinking about. And it's huge. It's a huge aspect of being recruited in the portal. How many times do I see your name in league chat? You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? How many times – how active are you as a player? Because in a locker room, I'll tell you, my first season, an active player was huge. Yeah. To have an active player in my locker room was absolutely huge, which I only had a yeah. couple. I didn't have all the players. that. It, I'll, I'll wait on that one. Um <laughs> but to but to sign an active player is a big thing. Like some of these guys, like I'm looking at their Discord name. I can't remember the last time I seen them. But they're entering the yeah. portal, so obviously they're still active somewhere. Yeah. So um you know Going into the coach's portal, you know, and, and Stephen, uh, I think this is probably something that you might be able to touch on a little bit better. Um, but, you know, you're young. You're like, yeah, you know, let me go test my hand. Let me see how things go. Let me let me drop my, my, my packet for the coach's portal, and we'll see how this goes. And say you get picked up by a team. How does that translate? I mean, what – how does that benefit you as a player? How does that benefit you as a game planner? How does that benefit you um, all around? And then how does it benefit your team um, for the team that's picking you up? Uh, I mean, it, you know, a lot of times they need that spot to fill. Um, and the more, um, you know, you've game planned a little bit. So the more people you kind of have that can game plan, obviously helps a lot. Um you know, there's some teams that believe I'm taking the Mac. I mean, it's just him. And it's, yeah. I, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, I couldn't imagine just being the only person to game plan for offense and defense. Um, it's absolutely nuts. Yeah, like, oh, I, I know how I am with, with his game planning for defense. Um, it's, I mean, I game plan offensively a lot when I do it, but my main focus is D, and I couldn't imagine having to do it by myself. So, you know, when you go in that coach's portal, I mean, you're there's obviously a team that needs you. You got to be ready to go. Um, you know, be ready to game plan, and a lot of the teams in the league have ADs that have been here for a while. Um, if you wind up going to a team and, you know, one of the bigger teams. So you need to be ready to learn, too. You can't go in just expecting to, that you know everything. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just a game. Yeah. I mean, you're playing, it's a computer versus a computer. So you'll never know everything. So it's kind of. No, nah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just you got to be, you know, ready to learn. Um you know, one day take that leap to be an AD. Yeah. And so, so Kyla, I'm going to ask you, um, for instance, you, you dropped into the coach's portal. And I mean, what are your, your expectations of yourself? What are your expectations? You know, what do you think your team sort of expects of you as this new found coach on the team? I mean, what are, 
what are you trying to prove and what what are your expectations are are you asking if i were to yeah if you were to okay. i'm not saying that you did because i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah you've already, you've already said that you did not yeah, yeah i was just looking at it i was like hold on a second now <laughs> <I'm missing laughs> something <laughs> yeah no um if I were to, which is, it might be something I do next season. That's yet to be seen. But um, if I were to, um, I, I would really, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a players coach kind of guy. So I would really try to, you know, get to know the guys in my locker room first and foremost before any of my game planning was, you know, done or anything like that. You know, I'd, I'd really go over the roster and try to get to know everybody. Because I feel uh, first and foremost, the CFSL isn't about winning. It's about having fun. You know, yeah. obviously you want championships and, you know, you know, everybody wants the gold on their mantle and, you know, freshman of the year, offensive player of the year, defensive player, things like that. It's, it's very important and it's, it's, it's a pivotal part of the league, but it's, it's not something that, you know, makes the league. I, I think the fun makes the league and there, there's the added benefit of, you know, if someone enjoys the locker room and they really get invested in the CFSL, uh, there's more of a chance they'll probably end up packing up. Um, and as yeah. a coach, that's something I would want my players to do would be to pack up and, um, you know, <clears> if it's just one or two packs and they improve where they have to, uh, I, I would still find that to be, you know, very, um, endearing to me, you know, as a coach, I, I would, I would enjoy to see that. So, um, yeah, first and foremost, I, I definitely try to help either foster a culture if there really isn't one. Or I would probably try to, you know, uh, fit in best to the culture and really try and uh, bring a spirit to the locker room and, you know, help them out there. That would probably be my first order of business. Okay. No, I agree. I, I think – and, you know, Levi hit on it. You hit on it. And, and you know, that was one of my recruiting things when, when I was being recruited was what is your locker room going to look like? What is the vision of your locker room? Because um, everything to me makes or breaks in that locker room. Um, win, lose, draw doesn't matter. You've got to have a locker room that supports each other, and that's going to to be there for each other through the good times and the bad times. Um, and it's also that one room that you can talk as much crap about the other team without looking like a dick. You know what I mean? And, and lead chat. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> You know, so you don't have to be humble in your own locker room. Out in Lee chat, you know, we talk about it. Don't make enemies. Don't burn bridges. Um, you know, those sort of things. And in Lee chat, you have to sort of be that way. In your locker room, you can talk however you want. It's your locker room. Make it your environment. Make it your culture. So I, I completely agree. Um, being a player's coach and, and getting a, a vibrant locker room is huge. Um, now, just my take on it uh, as far as what – the expectations of, of me if I was dropping into the coach's portal is what impact am I going to make on my team? How am I going to impact them and make them better? You know, I think we all have the mentality of anything that we do, we want to get better. We want to improve. And, and when we do leave, you know, to go to another school, to go to another program, to go for whatever, um, you want to leave it better than you found it, right? Absolutely. And uh, one second. Sorry, guys. One second. All right. 
so my that's my daughter uh and uh you know she's a daddy's girl so she's always asking me for questions uh, yeah i made sure and, uh, mine went so to bed before we started <laughs> all three of my boys maybe i should have done that uh my daughter's redhead and she's fiery and and no is not in her vocabulary um there you go but uh you know, for me, I think, like I said, you know, being in the coaches portal and getting on a team, um, <clears throat> one, you know, absolutely, I want to make sure I have a, a great locker room, and and I want to make sure that the team I go to, I leave it better than I found it. Um, but then again, what are my expectations for myself? You know, I want to get better at game planning. I want to get better at recruiting. I want to get better at whatever it is, and I I want to hone those skills. So. I think the coaching portal is phenomenal because you, I mean, these guys are coming after you and they're like, Hey, we want you here. And you sort of get to pick and choose to an extent um, who you want to be mentored under. And that's huge. Yeah. You know, cause uh, we've got some outstanding ADs that have produced. I mean, what, what Ted Stearns produced like four ADs, something like that. I don't know the um, number on that one. I want to say it's four because they were talking about it in fourth and inches. Um, okay. But, you know, that's just me. That's how I see it, right? And then, you know, Stephen, I'm going to come back to, to the transfer portal and the question of what do you see in the transfer portal and how is that going to affect – these new guys coming in that's sort of like I said waiting on the sidelines trying to figure out what team's going to offer them and uh, you know who they're going to ultimately decide to go to how's the pool going to affect recruiting this year that it didn't do the you know what we believe it didn't do in the uh, seasons previous I think it's going to affect it a lot um, just because you know like Levi said the coaches can see what the players have already done uh you know, so if you have a big-time quarterback, a big-time receiver, or defensive back, linebacker, um, who showed out in the match, um, you know, are you going to wait around and hope to get the recruit? Or are you going to, you know, you're going to try to go and get the transfer something, the transfer. Um, you're going to at least take that chance. Yeah. Um, and then worry about the recruit later because you're gonna know about the transfer way before. So I definitely think you know this year we have Absolutely. a lot of offensive players from what I can um, coming to the league. <laughs> so I am a bright light in the match this year. Let's just be real. Um, you know. Yeah. Just, you know, I think that's just gonna how it's gonna be. Um, happening now where a lot of the players are going to have to go to the match because a lot of people, you know, they're going to try to fill their holes in the transfer portal if possible instead of having to wait to see if they can actually beat out another team for a recruit. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Kai, uh, you know, so Tyler, I'm going to ask you and uh, if you were – if this was your first season in here and, you know, so you're starting to see all these pieces move and you're starting to see these transfers, you know, because on Monday it's going to – they're just going to start dropping their commitments, boom, 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 all day. And it's sort of going to build that – you know, that 
really build that excitement for the recruits that are coming in this season. But if you were part of that class and you've seen all this sort of take shape, um, what, what do you think would be going through your mind as far as what your recruiting process would be looking like? Um, so assuming I came in, you know, the same caliber I am now as a five-star um, and, you know, I got to, you know, participate on early signing day. Um, once I see all these pieces moving and, you know, oh, man, the Natty's happening. Oh, man, there's new ADs. Oh, man, there's new head coaches. And I'm just kind of sitting here like, what's all going on? The first thing I would do would be uh, to check out this wonderful podcast called Cover 3. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I highly recommend Cover 3. <laughs> see, look at that. That's four right there. Uh, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, uh, I, I would really, you know, I would probably, you know, do what I did. Um, I'd, I'd sort of, you know, ask some questions. Um, you know, it, it, even if it's just ADs, like uh, I know one person who was really helpful to me before the season start or started, you know, last season when I was being recruited was, um, or before I was recruited, actually. Um, it was hunky dory, uh, super helpful, answered a ton of questions I had, um, not on like a recruitment level. He wasn't trying to recruit me before the, you know, period opened or anything, but, uh, you know, it was just more like, Hey, what goes on in the league here? What is this about? And he, you know, he was super, uh, available. Um, and I think a lot of ADs are like that. It, for me, it happened to be hunky dory, but I'm sure there's a, yeah, a ton head, of other ADs and, and head coaches and helps, it helps a lot. Yeah, no, Ted Stern's another great one. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure there's, you know, and even if you want to ask like an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, recruiting coordinator, uh, someone like that, I, I would refrain from asking the commissioners unless it's like a serious question just because there's, you know, everybody's busy, but the commissioners are super busy. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I would, you know, I would sort of go to, um, you know, the guys in staff positions and ask them, how things go and, you know, um, what should I be looking for and what should I do to enhance my experience here would probably be what I would personally do. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can tell you from my point of view, how I see things is, man, I'd be sort of like, man, because we've got the team needs out there and you can go look at them. And then on Monday, for me, especially if there's, <laughs> there's teams that maybe I'm looking more at, not saying – you know, that I, I'm biased in it and where I was close to my recruiting. But, you know, there were teams I was really looking at. And when I start checking off these positions, once they're getting, you know, oh, well, they got this guy. That position's now gone. Um, or there's this team up. They got they got somebody to fill the need that I was hoping I was going to get. Um, man, I, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head, Stephen. I think a lot of these guys are going to end up in the MAC. Um, no, that's not a bad thing no, by any fault. means. It's not a bad thing. Um, you know, if, if anything, I would encourage people at this point, uh, just because I think this 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 transfer pool is yeah, so big. <laughs> I would encourage people to look at the MAC teams and say, you know what, they're right. Levi hit it. You know, with there's there's game tape, with their stats. We know what you what you've done. You know, so put put a season in in the match, see how you do, and it's also a place for you to look at your 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 player and say, "Oh man, okay, so I'm a wide receiver. If I'm a if I and I'm trying to be, you know, Mister Surehands like Levi Teams here, um, <laughs> I 
how do I get to being sure handed? You know, and you can get with your coach and and they they can sort of explain that like, oh man, you need to get this. You know, obviously as, as a coach or an AD, we can't we're not going to tell you, hey, go get packs. You know what I mean? But if you if, if one of my guys comes to me and they're like, hey, TJ, man, I I see in my in these games or in these sims that man, I just I drop a lot of balls. Well, you know, you might need to – I mean, what do you want to do about it? Wow, I was thinking about getting some packs. What do you recommend? Man, hey, let's throw the stats in there. Let's run it and see how, you know, maybe this pack or that pack, whatever. So, I mean, the Mac is a great great place to go. You know, Levi, what are your thoughts on that? You know, these, these guys coming in, would the Mac be a very viable option for them regardless of whether they're a lead or five-star or, or a three-star? Well, season nine was huge. All right. We got six teams in the Mac. You got the transfer yeah. portal. You were running everything like we have been. But for the guys that don't quite get it, you know, they don't get that starting role, they can go to the Mac and they can play and they can get on TV and they can get their publicity and get their name out there and get their feet, you know, set. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Season 10 extended what season nine was. So, yeah, we, we, we still have the Mac, but we also brought back Boise State. Yeah. Uh, did we have Oklahoma before? I couldn't remember. Um, we got, yeah, we, ha- we have too, Oklahoma. We have the Sooners. So there's more positions in the big league. And then you bring in Kent State. You bring in what's that girls' school? Um, hey, 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 hey! Miami University, Univer- uh, Miami of Ohio. You know that's more Mac. There's more spots for players to go. It uh, there's such a a broad. You know, there's just so many places for everybody to go. There's no reason to shame the Mac. You know, because you didn't get recruited by whatever CFSL team you wanted, or what, it, or if any CFSL team, you know, if you're a three star, um, I'm sure if we had the Mac when I was in the re- recruiting portal, I'm pretty sure I probably would have went to the Mac because I wasn't really getting the attention I needed as a three star. So there's no shame at all in going to the Mac. No, absolutely not. So um, you look at the portal now. All these guys, NIU, Bowling Green, Ohio, Toledo, EMU, Ball State. I mean, all these guys are – they already shown what they could do as a player, and they put themselves out there to do bigger and better things. And that was all. That's that's one of my biggest pitches. TJ, you would have got the same pitch if you wouldn't have committed so early. Um, <laughs> to show these guys what the league is, what the league's about, and how to get to where you want, and how to go compete for that national title that everybody deserves to go get. If yeah. you're in this league, you deserve to chase that title. And that was one of my biggest pitches. Let me help you. Well, these guys in the transfer portal, they got helped. NIU, Bowling Green, Ohio, Toledo, 
all state, you would have too. Um, <laughs> oh, I got helped. <laughs> they, they're walking through a big door with so many opportunities, especially for players like Gabe Dowden. Gabe Dowden yeah. is a huge talent. And he'll oh, yeah. be he's he's valuable to any team that has him. Um, I don't know if you remember what in shambles did the recruiting video that they did, where had no, like I don't the one that JoJo re- remembered to press record on, um, where it had uh had like thirty people on there with their <laughs> advice to new recruits. I told JoJo, I said, no, I don't want to do it. I'm not really in the mood. He said, bro, it's only like 10 seconds. I'm like, bro, trust me. You don't want me to do this video. I'm really not in the mood. <laughs> Come on, man. It's just 10 seconds. I was like, you know what? Screw it. You're going to get your 10 seconds. That 10 seconds was a couple minutes after I found out that I lost Gabe Dowden to NIU. I was ticked oh, wow. off. I was ticked off. If you go back and you look at it, you'll see the most serious face you've ever seen on Levi Tins. That he's ever put on. <laughs> I was so mad. But now he's going into the transfer portal. He's going back into the big league where he was at LSU at, in the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're going to see plenty of these guys. I mean, there's there's some big names in that. I mean, I, I'm not going to go into into depth about, you know, the names in the portal. One, I don't even know if we're allowed to do that. But, um, <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I, I think I – think I think at this point, you know, we know who, for the most part, we know some of those people in there. I mean, it, Josh Clayton's in, in the transfer pool. That's a big name in the in the, the power conferences. Where is he going to land? Um, but, you know, that – Maybe he goes to Miami or Ohio. Who knows? Maybe he goes to a math school. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And kudos to him if he does. That would be phenomenal, you know. Um, but – you know, I'm gonna ask you, Levi, this question. Ask away. Um, so you're coming into your second season as a head coach in the map. Mm-hmm. You have an established roster. You're losing some pieces, um, whether they're going into the transfer portal, whether they went into the coaches portal, or whether they were ghosts. And uh, you know, for those that don't know, a ghost is just somebody who who committed to a team they played on the team all season and then at the end of the season uh a, as a coach or an ad we have to reach out to all of you and just make sure that you're still around and you're, you're still here um and we have to report that out you know so we call you a ghost if we don't hear anything from you and then you fall in and i think we actually had one this past year where mm. when it usc's quarterback season eight um, at the end, he, I, I, I guess they counted him as a ghost and then season nine rolls around and he ends up on a Mac team because no, none of the power conference seems to recruit him. Um, but you're coming into season 10, second year as a, as a head coach, what's different for you, uh, now versus, I mean, cause you had to start a brand new team. Oh, good Lord. And, <laughs> I'm so sure much. that was a headache at that point. So much, so much difference from last season to this season. I'm way more established this season than I was last season. Last season, I was starting from scratch. I'm kicking the dirt. You know, I'm making what I can out of what I got. 
which was nothing in the beginning. Last season to this season. Like I said, I'm established. Last season, I wasn't. All I had was my name. I was a four-star receiver at Florida. I think I placed like seventh in the league. That's all anybody knew about me. This season, going into season 10, I have two wins in the MAC. And I'm also the leading league receiver. I mean, I, I have way more of a name for myself. And I also have a platform already at in the locker room. Yeah. My locker room is still filled with players right now. Even with the ghosts counted out, the transfers, I'm still pretty stacked with players coming back to me. So there, That's awesome. So... And, and that's that's definitely one thing I have against you. Coming into Miami, you're brand new. You have one season to prove yourself. Some people do. Some people know you. Some people don't. You're going to recruit people that don't have a clue about you, just like I did. Oh yeah. And you're gonna you're, you're gonna see all kind of stuff. I mean. There was this one recruit. I don't remember who he was. I recruited him last year, right? I gave him every pitch I had. And he hit me with a question. I was just so dumbfounded. I, I had no clue how to answer it. He asked me what <laughs> he asked me what majors does Ball State offer? I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I played a video game here, man. Like I have no clue how to answer this question. I wind up losing him to somebody. I don't remember who. But that's an advantage I have over you. It's just that you don't know exactly what to expect in recruiting. You don't know what pitches are going to work. You don't know what pitches are. You know, you don't know if you're going to get questions like that or if you're just going to get a a player inbox you says, hey, I'm really interested in your school. What can you offer me? Which I've had that as well. Man, I hope I hope a bunch of them do that. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. But I, there's also another thing you have working for you, though. Myself, NIU, Bowling Green. You know, there's already schools in the MAC that have a set locker room. Yeah, that brings more recruits to you because you're not as established. You have more spots to fill. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you think it's going to be – do you think the challenge for you is going to be greater this year versus last year? Uh, do you think it's um, – do you think it's going to be harder for you? Because, I mean, obviously you had a full roster to build, so you went after – you know, I mean, you were just literally going after everybody at that point. Um, now you can sort of – I mean, for me, if I was you, I would think I have it a little bit easier because now I know – Okay, this is I've already got my scheme established. I've got for the most part the playbooks down uh, and I've narrowed them down to what I want to get. And going after just those targets that you want to fill that scheme. Uh, I mean, do you do you think it's going to be easier or harder for you this this coming season? I have a real good and positive feeling. I'm, I'm gonna knock on some wood real quick. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think going into this offseason, I'm in a real good position right now. 
The only school that's coming back with a head coach that's coming back in the MAC is NIU. And I, I, I ain't going to get into it too much, but I beat NIU. <laughs> I beat and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, Wookie's going to come out with a vengeance, man. I think he's going to come out and really push to, you know, change and I, that, you know. And I hope he does. And I hope he does because I'm Wookie and Josh Clayton, uh, if you're listening, I'm keeping his belt nice and polished, his PBR belt. It's nice and polished. It's nice and shiny. Um, but at the moment, I'm the winningest Mac coach we have right now, with two wins last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just spaced out. What was the question again? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> do do you, do you think this this season is going to be easier or harder for you? Um, I mean, okay. You, okay. it's your second season. Right, right. So, like I was saying before, I'm already established. I'm already yep. established as a coach. I'm already established as ball, or ball state. Now, what I'm adding to my, you know, to me is uh, I'm the league leading receiver. So, obviously, I know how to upgrade my player. I know how to build my player. And that's going to be a plus for me when it comes to recruiting, especially on offense. How do I build my player? to be the league lead receiver. You know, I'm there to show them the way. I'm there to pre- pretty much bring them the water to let them drink. Now, last year, we all started from ground zero. We, we had nothing except for our logo. Um, it was completely balls to the wall. It was probably the most stressful week I've had in a long time, pretty much since, like, Week zero in basic training. You remember that, TJ? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That week after shark attack. Yeah. I got um, <laughs> it. was so crazy. Like, I don't even know what to say about it. It was just, it was just so crazy and <laughs> ridiculous. You're about to have yeah. the same thing starting from zero. No, absolutely. The only, I mean, uh, the only thing that's benefiting I'm, I'm, you is the fact that six out of the eight Mac schools are already, you know, they already have a roster somewhat. That is the only thing that's, I mean, that, benefiting that's one you. benefit. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, and, and, and you know, the, the fortunate thing for me is, I, you know, I got eight years of recruiting experience. So, do you? Man, I'm, I'm, oh yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready for this recruiting, man. I can only and, imagine you know, your pitches. You want to dodge charges? It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I'm doing the army now. Be all you can be. Oh darn! I'm talking oh. about the wrong thing. No, um, I don't think a lot of people it, know that you are that. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people know. Um, you know, eighteen years in the army, and and for the last eight years, I've been doing recruiting. Right, um, right. And, so you know, and I appreciate. I, I thank you for your service while we're on this oh subject. But that's also another thing you have in your favor. You've done this whole recruiting thing. You were a station commander here at Gainesville, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I ran the I ran the Gainesville station. I had twelve recruiters underneath me, and. uh and I ran that station for almost three years. Yeah, so you've already had like this type of 
You know, where you had to make pressure. these pitches. <laughs> pressure, pitches. You've done this before. That's a yeah, I mean, that's so actually a, a big advantage you have in your corner. Is you have oh, that absolutely. already. Absolutely. Um, so no, I, I appreciate you, you know, diving in and you know what you think about uh, how you're gonna do. You know, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna do a way too early prediction. And um Oh boy. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to have my fellow castmates do this, my fellow co-hosts. Hey, so, Steven, I'm going to ask you a question. This is a way too early prediction, right? I mean, we haven't even got recruiting done. Um, Mac, who you think so, Who you think right now, if you had to pick a Mac team to win, man, man, who do you think is going to take the Mac man. next season? Uh... Uh, super tough. Uh, tough question. I, I, I love them all state because they recruited me hard. Um, but and Bowling Green is I don't know how many people they're 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 losing. They're, what do you mean, but last year they're pretty smashed. <laughs> they're, up, they're not losing a lot of people. Uh, man, I'm gonna say it's, it's gonna be a tie. It's gonna be a tie. Uh, uh, there's no ties in baseball or in football. It's gonna be a tie. It's, this is true. A, well, actually, actually, there there is ties. There are ties. Billy and Washington did it. <laughs> well, there's no ties in the it's, CFSL. It just plays until there's no more of them. Somebody wins. We just never had uh, one. You know what I mean? Ball State is the only Mac team that. There we go. Miami of Ohio is my cohort. So. I mean, it's a tie. That's right. Okay, fair enough. So you, so, um, so you think it's gonna be Miami, Ohio, and Ball State in the MAC championship? There we go, boy. Are you ready for that, man? Man, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready for this next week. The Red Hawks, right? It's just a red hawk. What's a red hawk? It's a red hawk, man. I mean, it's in the <laughs> name. It's self-explanatory. Oh. <laughs> it's a big bird that eats it, that eats cardinals. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I, I was going to Google search it, but never mind. If it eats cardinals, I don't want no part of it. Never mind. <laughs> so, hey, Tyler, I'm going to ask you the same question. Way too, one of the way too early predictions, because I love these, man. It adds a lot of fun and, and flair to to what we do. Uh, what is your way too early prediction for the match? Oh Lord, oh, that's so tough. I mean, the match really not even shaken out yet. Um, you know, all, all we know is just the transfers from the tags in the chat because it's not like you know, um, unlike the three of you, I can't see like a league sheet or anything like that. Um, so, man, it's. Um, hmm. Um, you know, uh, Stephen brought it up. Bowling Green looks like they're still going to be, you know, pretty damn good. Um, Ball State has a fantastic head coach and um, the uh, oh. the, the winningest Mac coach as of right now. That's right. Um, That's right. Miami of Ohio, uh, <laughs> oof, they're, you know, they they looked up, but, uh, you know, as soon as they signed that head coach, their chances tanked for me. Um <laughs> 
Hey, hey. Dang. I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to flock them in, buddy. Um, it, it's so tough. Um, I mean, if you look at the guys coming in, you know, one, one guy who I think is going to do fantastic in recruiting, and I haven't heard, you know, anybody in any other podcast bring this up really, um, is just how charismatic Willie D is. Yeah. Um, he's just a super charismatic Absolutely. guy. Um, he's, he's good at talking to people. He's easy to talk to. Um, so I, I think he's going to have a great uh, turnaround for Eastern Michigan. Um, I, I could honestly see it being probably if I had to pick, um, you know, depending upon I'm, I'm excluding Kent State, Miami of Ohio, because I have no idea what their teams are going to look like. And I don't know what their yeah. coaches are at this point. I haven't seen their, their game plans. You offensively um, and Chef Pockets, you know, I haven't seen y'all's full game plans, how you run. So you guys are excluded for now. I apologize. Okay. But no, you're good. You're good. Um, uh, my pick would personally be excluding those two and those um, variables would be Eastern Michigan and Ball State um, as of right now. No, absolutely. And I, I think you're right. I think Eastern Michigan has a lot of talent. Um, I think they're retaining a lot of talent. Um, and it's going to be interesting what Willie D, because I mean, like you said, he's a great, he's a great person. Um, and he's very charismatic and, and easy to talk to. And I think he's going to do well in, in the uh, recruiting realm. Um, and he's going to be able to bring in some talent to fill in some of those holes that's needed. Um, Ball State, man, brother, I think, uh, you know, Levi, I think you've, you learned a lot this past season in your, your game planning. Um, and that's something that you have uh, uh, on the other four of us, you know, that are, are coming in, or six of us, however many of us have, that are coming into the mat this season is, is yeah, yeah we right. I mean, I've got some game planning. I've got a lot of game planning. I've, I spent hours <laughs> stemming, but um, it's different. You know, it, different teams, different rosters, different mindsets from the coaches. Um, so, I mean, you've already got a, a great feel for the Mac and how it operates, and you know, man, I think I think you're going to do a great. Uh, a great job this season. I look forward to, you know, when we play you, um, whenever that may be, I look forward to that game. It's definitely going to be one that I'm going I'm to have circled. Um, but now, I'm, you know, we're going to transfer in real quick to, you know, really our last topic that I want to get into tonight, and that's, uh, you know, thoughts on the Mac about recruiting this season that we didn't have or you didn't, you didn't have, Levi, uh, last season. So this season, uh, the MAC is going to be open to recruiting the same time that all the power conferences go. And last season, it wasn't like that, right? Is that confirmed now? Yeah, I talked with uh, – so Mike put it out on the Zoom call, man. Um, so I, I asked that, that question. So I asked that question. I said, man, I got two two questions. One is who do I play week one? <laughs> who do you then, play week uh, one? <laughs> so – at first, I, you know, he, he, he joshed me a little bit and was like, oh, you're playing, I think, Boise State or Oklahoma. Uh, but uh, I think uh, uh, he settled on FSU. So I don't know. I don't know who I'm really playing. I mean, you never know with Mike. He could just be throwing names out there. Um, uh, I hope he's joking with who he told me I had week one. <laughs> <laughs> so who, not, who you got not... week one so far? I have Auburn. I oh, have. Oh. 
I guess you could call him the godfather of ADs right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Matt Pack. I love Matt Pack. I look up to him as a coach. I definitely don't want to be on the opposite side of the sideline, you know, wearing Cardinal red. No. You know, I'd rather much rather wear, wear my Florida Gator blue. Um, yeah. Yeah, they told me that, and I was like, God, you got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? First game but, of the season. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, whew, that, that's a that's an opener, man, for you. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Hell, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, you, better, oh, yeah. you better order a pizza and, and like, a 12-pack of beer, man. Yeah, you're going to need more than a 12-pack. Uh, <laughs> you remember what I had in that Zoom call, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably had some more of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. And, but, you know, the one question, you know, I said in all seriousness, I do have one real question, um, and that's is there going to be that gap between the recruiting period for the MAC and, and the power conferences? And he's like, no, recruiting's open um, for everybody at the same time. So um, do you remember we'll, last offseason – TJ? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, we got we got to start the portal, the transfer portal, at the same time as the regular CFSL teams did. Yeah. And then the five stars started. And we weren't supposed to start, I think, until, like, that three Wednesday. Stars, the three stars. Yeah. yeah. Mike let us loose later that afternoon of the five stars. And I was – my my phone battery had to have died like quick. Sending messages. <laughs> I'm going down the list. I'm sending messages. I'm hitting up anybody and everybody because I needed so anybody. The heck? Oh, never mind. Because I needed <laughs> anybody and everybody. <laughs> no, absolutely. So this year starting at the same time. I love it. Give everybody the same chance because in reality. Ball State has the same chance to recruit the same people that Florida does. Yeah, there is no—I don't, I don't know what you want to call that. There is no advantage in that. In the reality, there's not. There's Florida not. does not have a recruiting advantage, you know, in time-wise than Ball State does. No, absolutely. So how so, do you how do you how do you see that shaping? Uh, how the match going to do in recruiting this year? The only thing I can really say is for these new recruits, man, make sure your phone's charged because <laughs> your phone's going to die. You're, you're not going to have much phone life. <laughs> the CFSL is going to be recruiting you. Right? Oklahoma's going to be contacting you. Boise State's coming after you. Miami of Ohio's coming after you. Uh, Kent State's coming after you. If you're in the right position, Ball State's going to be coming after you. Look for an in- Look for a. Look for a message from Ball State. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I love the fact that we're actually starting at the same exact time, even though I'll, it starts on Monday, right? It does. It does. starts okay, Monday. So I can hit the five stars up on time on Monday. Four stars the next day is going to be at, after five o'clock or whatever time I get off work. That's a downfall yeah. working out of prison. I can't have my cell phone in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Monday, yeah, Monday is uh, you know, your elites or your five stars, your elites, your QBs, your halfbacks, and then uh Wednesdays when the four stars and three stars. So 
Uh, we got a couple days. Okay. Okay. Wednesday. Uh, my, my mistake. Yeah. So uh, I think it's Wednesday after after twelve Central. Generally, about where it, how it starts. Um, um, you know, schedule. Stephen. Stephen, what do you think? I mean, ha, ha, what's your thoughts on the the power conferences and the MAC being able to recruit at the same time? How do you see that for sh- uh, uh, sort of shaking uh, out in the recruiting room? There's really gonna be no competition with Florida recruiting because I'm there. Um, so, I mean, if you get me in your inbox, I'm just just not worried. I'm a good dude. Um, <laughs> uh, people want to come play in games, uh, you know. But for real, uh, I think it's gonna help the Mac a lot um, because, like I said, you're gonna get a lot of chance. Yeah. I'm going to fill, I don't want to say a lot of players, but you're going to get a lot of players from the match that are going to fill slots on the CFL team. Um, so, the new yeah. recruits are going to, they're going to be interested in the match. You're going to want to get that slot. Um, I think it's going to just make it an exciting game um, for all the new recruits, for sure. I know when I did it, um, there was no match teams involved, and it was still, you know, still exciting, fast-paced. But I know there's some teams that can't reach out to people, be- or, you know, because they're going to be full. They're going to be at you know, caps, right. they're not going to be able to yep. reach out to as many people. So by having the match, being able to reach out, I think it's just going to make the day more exciting for the recruits. Absolutely. Well, here's another hey, thing man. while we're still on the subject. I'm not – you You were finished, right, Stephen? I don't, I don't want to interrupt you nothing. You hit. You hit too hard in practice. <laughs> um, for example, last season we started later than the CFSL. Yeah. Once I had already connected myself with you, you know, being local recruiting in Gainesville, I got recruited into the U.S. Army out of Gainesville. Once we connected like that, you were high on my board because, like I said, I needed anybody and everybody. You were already like a high caliber player as a new recruit. <laughs> You remember what you said? What you told me whenever I recruited? When I finally was able to message you? No, no. I didn't know you were interested in me. Mm-hmm. I already signed. <laughs> it's like, dang, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, you know. So this that avoids that that kind of clears that gap there too, as it well. Does. You know, if players are interested in, say, Ball State, they, you know, it closes that. And now there's no – now there is no, oh, I didn't know you were interested in me, you know, no. for players of your caliber when you came in. You know, no, absolutely. I mean, when when you told me that, I mean, it, it crushed my heart. It broke my heart. I ain't going to lie. I cried in the shower. Then. Aww. <laughs> but now – now that's no more. No, now I can reach not. out to you immediately. Yep. And I'll have to miss out on you. No, I agree. You know, and and 
I think we, uh, you know, and I say we, I mean my recruiting class sort of missed out on that opportunity because uh, I know Kyler, me and Kyler had numerous conversations about it and we were both like, shoot, man, I'll go to whatever team needs me the most and, and sort of hits, you know, I had a sort of a checklist like, hey, these are things that I want to get out of, out of the team I go to. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter what team it was, whatever team could offer the most on my goal, my little checklist. And, uh, you know, I know Kyler was the same way, and, and we were both open to the map. Yeah, um, I didn't get messaged by a single We didn't. Uh, you know, I, 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 Ball State was the only one that reached out to me. Oh, so we're not even special. Yeah, I reach out to everybody. <laughs> but I, I think you were just – Yeah, I, I, I must be some sort of mutation because I didn't get nothing from Ball State. Hold on now. I'm about I'm about to pull these up. He's gonna pull, he's gonna go back in. I got the laptop up right now. Let me, let me pull this up real quick. Why you, you or not? <laughs> while, while you do that, Levi, I'm gonna keep going. Um go ahead. Go ahead. But uh you know, I think we truly I do think that we missed out because I mean being open to going to the Mac, by the time the Mac was able to reach out to us. Most of it, most of us already had our LOI signed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so exactly. You know, at least for you know the QBs, the halfbacks, five stars, and elite. So you know, Kyler. I mean, what do you think? Do you think this is good for the league? Do you think this is good for the Mac? Do you think it's a and that is it good for the new recruits that are going to be recruited this season? Uh, that was something I was going to say. I think it ben- benefits literally everybody except the already established CFSL schools. Um, they're the only ones who really get a drawback because now they have even more, they have eight more teams to compete with. Um, so I think if you're a player, if you're, you know, um, a coach at a Mac team, um, if you're, you know, just for the league in general, I think it's better. But for, you know, if I'm an AD or, you know, like if I was, if I were Stephen Fellows and I'm a, uh, defensive coordinator at Florida and I'm going to be recruiting these guys. I'm like, damn, man, that's, you know, eight more people I have to compete with for this guy. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, um, it's not a bad thing in my opinion. I think it's fantastic. I would have, you know, um, liked that opportunity as well. Um, not that we didn't have it, of course, but, you know, I was, you know, it was my first off season or, you know, my first off season, my first recruiting, you know, I was, I was really ready to jump the gun and I wasn't aware of, you know, that until I had already gotten deep into talks and I'm like, Oh, the Mac can't recruit me yet. That looks weird. And then I just kept going on about my day and, you know, I didn't get messaged by any Mac teams. So I believe I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't think I wanted anybody named Platypus on my in my locker room. What do you mean? What is the best name? Do you know what a flying platypus joke is? A flying platypus joke. A flying platypus choke. Choke. Yeah. No, that's that's actually my full Discord name. It's a uh, it's a flying uh, triangle choke in jujitsu. That's where the name comes from. No, I haven't seen that one yet. I have to YouTube it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a video of the UFC guy uh, Brian Ortega doing it. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, a little off track there for a second. But yeah, uh, I didn't get recruited by any <laughs> MAC teams, um, so I was pretty much down. And you know, which was fine to me because I was being recruited by Florida and Clemson. 
Um, and, you know, I'm not to disclose, you know, and talk about who I didn't go to, but they were on my board. So I can say it, Oklahoma State and uh, Notre Dame as well um, were two teams. And those are all fantastic programs uh, oh, yeah. that you know, I would have loved to go to. Um, so, you know, as a player, um, yeah, I think I think it benefits you as a Mac coach. Yes. As a staff member of a CFSL team, probably not. You're probably kicking the dirt right now, but. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, man, I, I think it's great. Um, and I think it's going to be great for the, for the, for the league as a whole. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's going to be a crazy ride for the next, uh, about eight days or seven days, seven days from now, you know, everybody's going to start dropping. It's, it's going to be crazy. Um, so uh, yeah, let's have fun with it and uh, enjoy this uh, this uh, this off season and this recruiting period. Yeah. Um, I I want to say man, I think that's it. That's everything we've we've covered everything tonight. Um, so hey, if you're a new recruit, um, hey, listen, you know, to, to everything that we talked about tonight, um, and sort of digest it and enjoy. Slow down. Take the process slow. Take it at your pace. Yeah. Enjoy the recruiting process because you only get it one every once every four seasons, man. Mm-hmm. Um, or three seasons, not that you can say. Or unless you transfer or something, but you know, um, just just enjoy it. Have fun with it. Um, yeah. Get ready. Just have your phone on the charger. Don't ever take it off. Mm-hmm. TJ, you both of y'all went, all three of y'all went through this process last season, correct? Yeah. What advice do y'all have to these new recruits? Y'all have already done it. Um, I know Steven's about to start recruiting. Uh, TJ, you're obviously about to start. Plata, uh, Kyler, I don't think you're starting this year with no recruiting, are you? No, no, no. What, recruit, what, what advice do y'all have to these new recruits that are coming in? year or the season Kyler go ahead open with that one man um so being as I am the only non-coach here um you know from from a strictly player's perspective so I have no sort of I guess bias in this area um right uh, I mean we touched on this last week as one of our topics a little bit um but you know um sort of just hearing everybody out making sure that you know everybody you know um, knows your position you know you need to you need to really be vocal with these ad's and these head coaches and tell them like hey i want this this and this and if you can't offer it or you can't give me something equal to this then your program's not for me you know you have to you have to be almost a little a, a little strict with you know, getting what you want because that's going to get you the most out of your cfsl experience don't be rude about it but just be like hey this is my checklist of things i want to know how much of this you can provide to me and how that would be done um, it, it's really about, cause that, that's what it is when you're choosing a program, you're choosing the best, uh, vehicle for your success and your enjoyment of the CFSL. So I, absolutely. Um, that's it for no, absolutely. Uh, uh, Steven, yeah, just take your time with this. What's your advice, brother? Um, don't call out anything. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess if, you know, you 
hear that recruit from your favorite school and, and that's what you always wanted. I mean, I guess go ahead and do it, but just, you know, don't tell yourself to not be able to experience everything that just, you know, has an offer. Um, you know, and, and you might, you know, you might just connect mm-hmm. better with yeah. someone from another team, really. Uh, so, like, like you said with me in the last one, <laughs> I'm a big Notre Dame fan. Uh, Notre Dame reached out to me. But I, I still went to Florida. Um, you know, I've never been a Florida Gator fan or anything, but I, uh, I'm glad I went to Florida. Um, if I would have just went with you know, my team, I would only had one option, which would have been Notre Dame. Um, and it would have took a lot of fun out of the recruiting process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just say, you know, don't. Oh, absolutely. Go into this school because they may be full. You may not be able to go there. Um, don't don't have that be the reason why you're not having a good time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, no, no, great point. Um, so my advice coming into this, is, I got a couple of things. One is coming with a clean slate. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, I'm just going to echo what, what Steven said is uh, you, you got to come in this and real life teams, they're, leave them, leave them out the door. The, the, this is not that. All mm-hmm. right. Um, diehard Gator fan. I mean, I'm I'm literally 35 minutes from Ben from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. You know, um, I am a diehard Gator fan on anything. It doesn't matter. It could be gymnastics. It could be baseball, softball. It don't matter if it's on. I'm gonna watch it. It's Gators. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, and I just have that passion for it. Um, but, and I got recruited. Hunky reached out to me and he's like, hey, man, we we want you. And, you know, it came down to just a, a couple teams. And, and, you know, man, it broke my heart to have to sit there and tell Hunky. Oh, yeah. Hey, I, I gave my verbal commitment elsewhere, man. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I really do. Uh, I mean, because he was just super helpful. One of Man, probably one of the best recruiters I've ever had the interaction with in this league. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a phenomenal guy. And, you know, it broke my heart to see him see him leave uh, Florida uh, and step down. But, I, you know, I wish him all the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I ended up choosing the A&M. And, and at no point did I ever see myself being in a, you know, wearing the number 12, you know. Um, but but here I am. Um, so one is come in with a clean slate. Leave leave your real life bias out the window. You know, leave it outside. Leave it out the door. Where, whatever you want to put, put it in a bubble, bury it somewhere. I don't care. Um, just come in with a clean slate. The second advice is, um, I'm gonna echo what what uh, Kyler said is 
make a checklist of things that you want to achieve. And, you know, it could be this season. It could be next season. It could be five seasons from now. Things that you want to achieve in this league and find out the best fit for you. You know, and that's ultimately why I chose AM. I wanted one. One of my goals was to, to be on this podcast, creating a podcast with, you know, fellow players who had a like uh, a like-minded mentality that wanted to add some content to the league. I wanted to one day be an AD, wanted to be a coach. I wanted to come in and game plan and do all those things. I wanted to be an All-American and up for Defensive Player of the Year, Freshman of the Year, and guess what? I went to a team that, that said, hey, we, I can't guarantee that you, you will get all these things, but I will help you in achieving them the best that I can. And Eric has done a phenomenal job. I give him credit, him and Brent Mills, phenomenal people. Um, and I truly appreciate everything that that team has done for me and that coaching staff. They gave me an opportunity to be a defensive coordinator and learn how to game plan. They've set me up for success and being the head coach in the MAC on my way to becoming an AD. Here I am with a podcast uh, with, with two, two awesome co-hosts. So, you know, I'm slowly checking my, my, my to-do list off and, my, and I'm getting these goals checked off. So just come in with a clean slate, make a check, checklist of, of things you want to achieve and – Go to the team that's going to offer you the best opportunity to achieve those things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What What other so, questions you got, man? I want to tell a little story real quick while we're still on that subject of recruiting. All right. So coming into the league, I came in like the day of the national title between, I believe it was USC and Notre Dame. Um, there wasn't too much – there wasn't a big gap from when I came in to when recruiting had started. So I wasn't really brushed up on how it all works or anything like that. I didn't know who to talk to, who to reach out to or anything like that. So I seemed like, you know, what day the three stars would start. And that's what I was when I first started was a three-star receiver. Um, I got off work. Like I said, I can't have my phone at work, so I wasn't getting none of these messages. I got hit up by USC, Notre Dame, Clemson. Uh, Miami hit me up later, so I would have had a national title by now. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't aware of exactly how all this really worked. I'm a Florida State fan. I'm right here in the heart of Gainesville, right here in the swamp. You know, I wasn't – so I was – obviously, you know, I would have picked Florida State over – Florida, Miami, of course, Clemson, of course. Um, my biggest advice is to just be patient. Just because your signing day is that day does not mean you have to commit that day. Very true. Except for Friday. Yeah. You got to commit Friday. Definitely. Well, even then, even then, Mac recruiting kept going last season. It did. It's true. For all, it was like up until like week six or seven or whatever. But I was in such a hurry because I wasn't really aware, you know, of like when my deadline is to sign. Like yeah. these these other teams weren't really reaching out to, to me. Clemson told me that they they were looking at somebody. You know, if they don't get them, they're gonna be back. 
you know, so I kind of scratched them off, obviously, because they're Clemson. I'm Florida State fans, so obviously that wasn't going to work. <laughs> um, so Rick had hit me up, and he stayed with me. He stayed talking to me, hunky-dory with Florida. And I was like, you know what? I'm there. You got me. I'm in there like swimwear right now. Oh, yeah. All right? Let's make it happen. And I announced like tw- 30 minutes after talking to him. Not that that was a mistake on my part, but for these new recruits, uh, the biggest advice that anybody could give you is just to be patient and to hear everybody out and to listen to all your options and explore all the doors that are opening up to you. That is the biggest advice that any recruit could have. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Obviously, I mean, uh, and, you know, to have everything that y'all have mentioned before, like the goals and what you want, what you want to accomplish, and this and that and the third. But I think bit even bigger than that, just listen to all your options. Yeah, very true. Be 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 patient. Be patient. Good things come to those who wait. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah, Good absolutely. things come to those who wait. Be patient. You might be a Florida State fan. You might be a Florida fan. I didn't even get contacted by Florida State, and that broke my heart. I mean, I got so many Florida State T-shirts in my closet right now. <laughs> and now I'm playing for Florida. So, <laughs> All right. hey, I got I to ask you a question, Levi. So, go ahead, go ahead, shoot. Die-hard Seminole fan. Absolutely. All right, you play for the University of Florida in the CFSL. I do. <laughs> Do you have a Levi teams jersey, oh, shirt, oh, some oh. sort of Levi teams wear with the Gators oh. on it? I do not. The only Florida shirts that are in my closet are my wife's. <laughs> did you? But did you no, secretly? The only, Florida, the only Levi Tim's jerseys or shirts I have are from high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have. So, so, but. I have been looking at I, – I got – obviously, you know, I'm like 20 minutes north of Gainesville, if that. Um, obviously, I can go get a Florida shirt any day of the week. I've been looking at Ball State, though, here lately. <laughs> I got to represent my squad. <laughs> Absolutely. Steven will represent ours later, but I got to represent mine first. <laughs> <laughs> So, so have you worn on game day? Have you worn any Gator clothing? Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I will one of my wife's tank tops this year. There we go. There we go. I love it. Does that make you happy? Does it that does. kind of spice the podcast oh, yeah. up a little bit? It does. It adds a controversy piece that we're trying to go for every week, man. <laughs> it was a tank top, though. It wasn't a low cut. It was a tank top. Yeah, right. I'm just playing. No, I have not. No, I have not. So, <laughs> just for the record. Levi, were you listening last week when uh, me and TJ both said that during recruiting, the only team we shut out was Florida State because we said we'd be physically sick if we saw our names on the back of a Florida State Seminoles jersey? I I do believe I missed that. Um, I, I want to say I was on the way to work. So, like, y'all's podcast, like – I believe y'all have it where y'all can click on certain segments of it. No. One one or two podcasts have that. I can't remember. But, no, I, I did miss that. I thought I might have 
not clicked on y'all's or not listened to y'all's because I was going into work or something like that. Okay. I just didn't have the time to. We see how. Oh, you gotta listen. Not that, not that y'all would look now. bad. Not that y'all would look bad in a Florida State shirt. I mean, I'm just saying. That's yeah, not gonna happen. That's, that's a good. That's a nice man. shade of red, and it might be the only gold you get to wear. Maybe. No, I don't know. Uh, you know? <laughs> hey, I think uh, you know. Uh, I think uh, Miami. Miami's coming out this season. I think we're gonna do great things, and uh, you know we're coming for the match championship. You know that's the goal. That's the hardware I'm trying to bring home, bring to to Miami of Ohio. It sounds good. It, it sounds, sounds good. it breathes well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. I think it's probably about time we wrap. But I'm telling you, about an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, a you know a. First and foremost, Levi, I greatly appreciate you being on the podcast with us tonight. Um, you know, and, and we, from the bottom of our hearts, we truly hope you have a great off season mm-hmm. and a, a wonderful um, season. That's that's uh, during season ten. Um, you mean that? I About do. Off season? I do. I do. <laughs> I We're going against season. each other. You remember this, right? <laughs> I do, man. I do. I really, you know, because you know, it's you know, competition breeds competition, right? Excellence right. bridge excellence. And you know, Absolutely. the more talent we can get into the Mac and, and make it uh, a great competitive environment, um, the more all of us learn from it as as coaches, as ADs and, and, and you know, as game planners. So absolutely I do wish you and, and uh, Ball State uh, uh, you know a great off season and, and I look forward to seeing what y'all do uh there in season ten, man. Truly. absolutely and thanks for having me first off. You know, it was a pleasure to spend an hour and 45 minutes with y'all. You know, <laughs> it was a real good talk tonight. Oh, yeah. um, and good luck to you as well. You know, being a new coach in the Mac, um, the dog farted, and I'm kind of catching whiffs of it right now, so we got to wrap this up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. But, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and close out with whatever you got to close out with, bud. Oh, yeah. To my co-host, greatly appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all being here. Love, love our uh, hour and a half uh, – uh, that we get to spend, uh, one, you know, one day out of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hey, uh, Stephen, hey, best of luck this coming week, boss. You know, and I, you know, we'll we'll talk about. I think we'll probably uh, end up uh, having some sort of recruiting recap on uh, Friday night. Oh yeah. Um, you know, so uh, again, hey, thanks for uh, tuning in, paying attention to fourth and or excuse me, third uh, covering three. I'm about to, man, I keep wanting. To, I keep wanting to dag on uh give shout out to Wookie, man. Dag on. <laughs> Can I say one thing before we close out real yeah. quick? Ball State has his own Twitter page now. I need some more followers on this Ball State CFSL Twitter page. So go on Twitter, look up CFSL Ball State, check me out. I'm trying to keep it updated, keep posting new stuff. Get on there. Give me a follow at least. I have a question yeah. about your Twitter. So, yeah, my Twitter, huh? On Twitter. Come on, it's 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 an American what flag with the Ball State logo. Would you say Ball State is the most patriotic team in the CFSL? I would okay. absolutely. So if you love America, you love Ball State. Yeah. I do, right. and you should All as right. well. We're America's Cup Mac team right now. <laughs> America's Mac team. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, tell you what, I'll make you a promise. Once I learn how to Twitter, right, um, we'll, we'll make one for uh, Miami, Ohio, and 
We'll go in there. I'll like your page, brother. I'll give you a follow back, man. I'll follow back everybody. Outstanding. Sounds good. So come on. Come on. Come on with it. Come on. <laughs> so like I said, hey, greatly appreciate everybody tuning in to tonight's uh, podcast on cover three. Greatly appreciate everything you do. And uh, have the rest of the great, great rest of your weekend. <laughs> Adios. From me, Absolutely. Steven and Kyler. Best of luck.